0: You're listening to Snyder and Associates podcast series, a civil engineering planning and design firm focused on thinking beyond engineering to improve quality of life within the communities we serve. This episode's hosts are Jeff Walters and Dave Sturm. So Dave, what's the biggest industry issue pertaining to environmental regulations these days with you?
1: Well, from the municipal engineering side, I think it's Mostly, a lot of our clients don't understand what environmental regulations are out there and regulations that they have to follow. Specifically, speaking of, Jeff, you're familiar with that City of Atlantic Bull Creek project that we're working on. You know, it's a small drainage way through town that starts at a storm sewer. And then the city wants to enclose that in a pipe. And after some discussions with your group and submittal to the core, we realized they call that a water of the U.S. and we can't do what the city wants. So we start working with you guys to look at, you know, the bad habitat survey and wetland delineations and all those different aspects that go with trying to accomplish something that the city has been trying to do for years. And that's improve that drainage area through town. So one of the biggest things for them to understand is they have to follow those rules and there's not much they can do about it. So we use we rely on your group a lot to help us get through those requirements. So that's a big hurdle
0: for cities to accomplish. I think one of the fundamental issues that clients all over our industry, especially within the municipal sector, is just a good educational background of the environmental regulations that they need to follow. You know, a lot of the municipalities are great at understanding public water supply and wastewater supply or wastewater regulations. But when it comes to these more nebulous issues where you have threatened endangered species, you know. Who knew in a particular city that they can't cut down trees because there's a a bad issue?
1: Yeah, nobody knew that.
0: Right, and that can become a very sticky topic when in the 11th hour, we've got a contractor ready to go and the city engineer and public works wants to get those trees cut down and we gotta tell them, hey, let's slow down there. Let's get the studies done and make sure that we are not impacting the Endangered Species Act in this case exactly what we dealt with here in Atlantic. If you recall, they had a, the
1: stream bank was collapsing and it was basically eating into that property owner's yard. And they wanted to go in and fix that, and remove trees. And well, they can't, (laughs) they have to meet all these requirements and it takes a while, but we finally get them to understand and and realize what regulations are out there. So with your help, we were able to accomplish that.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, we have those cases where if it's an emergency, we can talk to the regulatory agencies like the Corps of Engineers, DNR, EPA, Fish and Wildlife Service, and get the approvals real quickly when it is an emergency. And we've done that before, and the municipalities and the agencies you know, are okay with that. We try to, to the extent possible, get ahead of the problem before it really becomes a problem. So what are some of the other common environmental hurdles that you and your clients tend to work through on a day-to-day basis?
1: When we get into federal funding on some of our projects, you know, we have to do those NEPA studies and those historical studies that you guys again help us with, Bedford being the example here where they're reconstructing a road in that old part of town. And they just there, you know, they have we have to check for those artifacts of historical significance and do that cultural resources investigation. And the city is it's hard for them to understand when this area of town has been developed for 100 years and they just want to rebuild the road, they kind of ask that question, why do we have to go through this? It's, it doesn't seem to make sense to them. But we do those studies and we help them through and meet those federal funding requirements and they're really appreciative of that.
0: Yeah, federal funding is a challenge. The cities get this pot of money and think that they're off to the races and get the roadway improved upon or you know, a bridge or sanitary sewer line. And then they start reading the fine print, or before they can even get that money, they just spent a lot of money, potentially, on these investigations and their, their pot of money dwindles a little bit. So it it helps out when we can get in early, get in often, and help minimize those impacts and help you with your preliminary and final design to avoid those impacts so that more money from the feds and the state can be spent on these types of projects. NEPA is a, a an enigma to some of these smaller cities that don't have you know state or federal roads, where you know they're used to working with those agencies on a day to day basis. When we have these smaller communities and we have those various state funds through Iowa DOT or Iowa DNR that have those conditions and stipulations that require environmental documentation and clearance first. We will do everything that we possibly can to keep those projects moving ahead, keep those clients happy.
1: Right. And and getting in early is key, like you said, Jeff,
0: because it's
1: good to let the client know that this free money isn't free. There's a lot of additional costs associated with it. So that's a good comment about getting in early.
0: Yeah, and it's important to make sure that we explain to the cities and to these clients that let's make sure that we expand that that need for dollars to include not only design and the construction but all those associated costs that include environmental documentation, cultural resources survey, geotechnical because a lot of those a lot of those uh, tasks Uh, can be paid for by state and federal funds. Right. How do you think my business unit, the environmental business unit at Snyder can further support your clients and projects?
1: Well, Jeff, the greatest part I like about it is that we have you on staff and I can just call you up and not think about it after that. (laughs) I, I don't have to worry about it getting done and getting done right. So that's the best part about having that. You know, as an extension to our staff here in Atlantic, that we have your your guys's abilities and your staff at our disposal to use. So it's it's a great fit to have you guys centralized in Ankeny and be able to help out all the business units as you do.
0: Sure, I certainly appreciate the accolades there. And you know, we serve a lot of clients, but the internal client can certainly be one of the biggest ones. And we want to make sure to support your business units and other business units within the firm to make sure our clients are doing the right thing.
1: Our clients also like Jeff, that we're able to provide these services in house where we can become that full service to the municipality and not have to rely on outside consultants for that work.
0: Yeah, I agree. We try to do everything we possibly can in-house, and when we do have that need for outside services, we've got a wealth of resources and our subconsultants that we've worked for for 20-plus years that we really consider an extension of our team to make sure that your clients are, are getting their projects done. Yep. What are some foreseeable changes that you anticipate within your client portfolio and the municipal industry as a whole?
1: You know, I really only, the changes I see going forward are probably just going to become stricter. I don't think they're going to loosen these changes on environmental regulations. I I think we're going to have to work with our clients to help them anticipate having further environmental regulations on their projects going forward. And it's something that we need to move with, with the requirements and help the city make those adjustments.
0: Yeah, Dave, you have a good point there. And, and that's a trend that we hear from a lot of clients and a lot of Uh, consultants within our team is that, man, these rules just aren't going away. What's going on here? And the reality is our resources start to dwindle. We start losing our forest areas, our wetlands, our natural areas. We have governmental entities that are really making it tougher. And it's our job to make sure that we understand the rules and regulations, that we can explain that to you help you support your clients through means of of memos to you in person conversations with the clients we try to do webinars and attend conferences to make sure that you know we're reaching out to our clients and we're understanding well ahead of the time when the clients face these issues
1: yep i agree I'm in the same boat as these cities. Some of these requirements, I just can't believe it. And I've stressed that to you before, Jeff. <laughs> you know, yeah. That one in Bedford, I'm just like, wow, I, I just can't believe it. We can't even rebuild this road without
0: going through this stuff. So, yeah. You know, federal requirements will do to them. The last thing that we want to do is get our clients in trouble with the feds or, or the state because they wanted to miss a step. They thought it would be easy to circumvent the law when. Sometimes these permits are, you know, really easy to get. It's just filling out some paperwork and submitting to these agencies and we get our permission within a couple of weeks. You know, sometimes weeks seems like years to the clients, but at the end of the day, when we have the proper documentation, our clients really are better for it. And a lot of times they
1: base those decisions on costs as well. And when it comes right down to it, cost shouldn't be a factor in that. They need to follow the letter of the law. So
0: yeah, and I I appreciate when clients are concerned with the bottom dollar, especially municipal clients. You know, their those dollars are generally tax dollars, and they want to make sure that every dollar is spent is well spent, so that their city can afford projects and not just spend money to spend money. Yep, I agree. Well, Dave, I appreciate your time here. I thank you for the insight on the municipal clients that we have, and I hope to be able to support you in the future. Sounds good. I appreciate it. Thanks, Dave. Thank you for listening to Snyder & Associates podcast series, a civil engineering, planning, and design firm focused on thinking beyond engineering to improve quality of life within the communities we serve. Find content related to this episode on Snyder-Associates.com.